Graham Etoiria is a journalist with over 30 years experience. His career took him from Mauritius to Europe, where he worked in Switzerland and Belgium. He is now an economics journalist at Le Temps, a Swiss francophone newspaper. Ram, let's go straight to my first question. Could you describe for our listeners a journalist typical day? So it's as difficult as this question. We have to come up with ideas. Uh, we want to know what we are going to put in the newspaper tomorrow or what we are going to publish on the web during the day. So um, we have to look out for information. We have to look out for, uh, for news. We have to look at the agenda, what's happening in the local, national, international agenda, and see if the agenda fits in. We have to see what our own observations fit in in the, in the, in the daily program or what uh, we have been discussing with people around, with friends around, uh, can be a source of news, can inspire, can, can, can end up in a story. So in the morning, the, the thing is you have to look out for ideas, the ideas that would go in tomorrow's newspaper or during the day on the web. What did you study in order to become a journalist? I didn't study anything to become a journalist. I graduated in business management. So it, it is the economic element that made me interested in the, in the lives of people, in the lives of villages, in the lives of countries, in the life of the world uh, that brought me to journalism. Uh, so for me, the whole thing, that, the, the, the thing that matters is the, it's economics, it's the, it's the life of people, it's the life of countries, it's the life of the world, and uh, everything depends on economics, whether you have the economic resources or not, and uh, this will uh, decide uh, the kind of life uh, a person, a family, a village, a country will have. So uh, whatever I learned in economics, I found that it was very much, it was really applied. It is not an exact science, but it is really applied. So if you ask me what I studied to become a journalist, so I studied nothing, but then uh, I studied economics, and uh, for me, economics is life. So from studying economics, how did you jump into journalism? Was it by chance, or did you intend to become a journalist? I never had any idea about what, I'm going to, what, I, am, I, was, I, what I was going to become. I studied uh, business management, probably thinking that I would, uh, I would, uh, run, I would, I would be running a huge business someday. Uh, that didn't materialize. And uh, at one time, I had an opportunity to join a newspaper in the economic section. So I thought that this is my chance. Uh, as you know, I am from uh, Mauritius. And uh, at that time, that was years ago, at that time, the economy of the country was very, very, very bad. Uh, we're talking about uh, we're talking about the early eighties, and uh, at that time, in Mauritius or elsewhere in the third world countries, the economic situation was very bad. So, I was a graduate in in business management, and then I had this opening to join the newspaper in the economic section. So I said that. Whatever I had learned in the economic section, in the economic development, uh, 
this is what brought me to journalism, in fact. The, the economic development factor, not the economics in theory, but the theory of economic development. Were you doing something else before becoming a journalist? Were you working actually in, uh, in business? No. After graduation, I had, uh, I had, uh, I had some bad time uh, looking for a job. As I said earlier, uh, in, the, in, the, in the early 80s, uh, in our countries, in Africa, Uh, most of them, they were in a very, very bad situation. And uh, uh, university degree didn't mean that you had a job. So I had a difficult time getting a job. At the same time, I was giving some part-time courses in management to some students. And uh, so, no, the answer is no. I have never worked in another situation than in uh, in, in a newspaper, except I've been giving some business, uh, business management courses to some young people. I imagine that there are different aspects of journalism. Now you work for a newspaper and you were saying that you have to source news. Um, how much creativity do you have and how much do you need to actually stick to, uh, stick to the, uh, the line of a newspaper? 100% creativity. When I was talking earlier about when you get up in the morning, you read the newspapers, you listen to the news on the eve, you have been discussing with people, you have been reading, and you have been thinking a bit about what's happening around. Unless it is agenda, uh, which you have to write on, which you have to cover, uh, it is creativity. And even if it is agenda, it is creativity. Because let me, let me talk about the, about the agenda thing. Uh, we no more just cover uh, something which is in the agenda. We look at it and then we go, we have to go much further. Uh, to the, in today's world, just giving the news is not, is not uh, enough. You have to go further. You have to bring analysis to it. You have to be, bring expertise to it. You have to bring uh, uh, comments uh, to it. So it is 100% creativity. Uh, otherwise, when you are not working on the agenda and you know that you have to file a story, then you have to think. You have to think what your editor-in-chief would probably like or not like in during the day. So at the end of the morning, not of the day, at the, in the end of the morning, when you go to the, to go to the daily briefing, uh, you have to say that, listen, sir, I have observed this, and I think this can make a story. You have to explain to him, you have to convince him, and you have to specially tell him that this is something meaningful, that this is something that means to the people, means to the society, this is an element of change, and this is new. So this is uh, how you have to be creative every day. I, I remember, I remember uh, once I was uh, walking on the road here in Lausanne and uh, <clears throat> I saw a huge poster of a, of a very big uh, shop here uh, and they were, they were selling salmon fish at, the, at a very low price. So I said to myself, well, salmon fish at this price? So I thought that there's a story here to be made about the eating habits of Switzerland, of the consumption, consumption of fish and why the prices are so low. So I, my, my starting point was this poster 
And at the end of the day, it was a story. So you have to be creative. So there are a set of skills that you must have, either inborn skills, personal skills, or skills that are required, like technical skills for such a job as a journalist. Can you mention a few? Well, the classical skills you got to have is you got to be able to write, probably. Uh, but writing is not enough. You got to be you got to be able to transfer, transmit the message. Uh, this is the most important thing. Uh, you can learn how to write. You can learn how to summarize. You can, but the transfer of information is very, very important. Uh, technical skills they are very important as well in a in this so fast changing world. Uh, you can imagine that uh, somebody like me, at my age, um, I have started uh, in a newspaper working with, uh, how do you call it, in very old uh, uh, typographical uh, technology, which is not technology at all. And, uh, and uh, you, you, you can imagine from there, and today we can work with internet, anywhere in the world and we are writing directly uh, in the in the page in the in the in the setting of the newspaper so it is you got to master them uh, some of us master master the, the technology very well some of us less but these are the things you can learn one thing you cannot learn and you got to have it you can develop it also is curiosity Uh, you got to be curious if you want to be a journalist. Without this curiosity thing, and without the, uh, without, uh, the, without the, the, the urge of asking questions, without the urge of asking, of, of knowing things, the, why, why this is happening, and what will happen uh, after this, you got to have this curiosity to become a journalist, and uh, this is a precondition. What is the format of your articles? Do you also stay creative or is there a, a set standard? I'm talking, for instance, about interviews or uh, research. Um, what do you usually concentrate on? So you probably know that I work in the economic and finance section, and uh, which is the most important part of the newspaper I work in. And uh, the formats are, we have several formats. We have the interview, we have the news, we have the analysis, uh, we have uh, portrait. We have classical, these are very classical things in, in journalism. You got to change these formats to, to become, uh, to, be, to, to be attractive, simply to be attractive. In any newspaper, they have to be diverse formats. Uh, personally, I like uh, the analysis uh, format because the analysis format is very interesting nowadays when giving news is not important. Uh, giving news, uh, the news thing, the news delivery is done very much ahead of what I can do from, my, from, from, from Lausanne. From, everybody knows what's happening at the same time as me uh, from, from internet, as you know. So, uh, the thing is, what added value I can bring to the story? So, the added value is probably my analysis and my comments, or uh, the analysis of expert people 
to whom I would talk to to write the story. Uh, to give you an example, we are we are we are we are, we are seeing a number of price hikes. Prices are going up. Prices of raw materials, prices of energy, prices of uh, food stuff. Everything is going up. But this is everyone knows about it. Everyone knows about it, and uh, because we go to we go shopping and we buy food, so we know that prices are going up. We go to the petrol pump and we pay more for oil, uh, so we know that prices are going up. So the story, the latest, the the, the last story I did yesterday was the the departing point was the price hikes. So I analyze about uh, what's happening to inflation and whether this inflation will lead to somewhere. And this is, for me, the most important component of the story I did. Why? Because uh, the central banks, they have the function of keeping price stability. And if prices go up, maybe central banks will have to change their positions of, uh, of monetary expansion. expansion. So it has a lot of meaning for investors, it has a lot of meaning for consumers, and I think a lot about consumers, I think about uh, investors, uh, business society. So telling that prices are going up wasn't enough for me. But going much ahead about what central banks, about whether central banks would put an end to the actual policy of coming out from the actual crisis, was for me most important. So this could come out only in an analysis space. Are there any myths to your job? Yeah, plenty. Uh, plen plenty of myths, uh, especially from very young people who think that uh, uh, journalism is a lot of traveling. Uh, journalism is uh, like uh, uh, meeting people and you just uh, ask questions and it is done. Uh, so it doesn't work that way. It starts from doing a lot of homework. about, about It's about knowledge. It's about uh, knowing history. It's about knowing geography. And uh, it's only after that uh, that you can become a journalist. Uh, there's also a, a myth about, uh, about the kind of power uh, we can exert on, 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 on anyone on in, or on institutions. Um, it is rightly considered that uh, the press, the journalist, journalist is uh, kind of the fourth power. And yeah, it is true. It is true. But it doesn't come like that. You cannot be the fourth power without knowledge, without analysis. So you got to really master your subject. It is like mastering your subject in any other fields. Journalism is no exception. If you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, you really got to know about what you're doing. So, uh, yes, we can, we can be called the fourth power, but the, that power doesn't come like that. You have to know and you have, you have to be able to challenge the person who is in front of you. It's only then you can, you can exert that power. And that, the exertion of that power is also, in a way, uh, a duty, a, a duty to the society. Uh, I think that The press people, the journalists, they have, they owe a duty to the society, the duty of asking questions. This about challenges makes me think 
about a, a major challenge that I can see in a journalist's job, in a journalist's life, is objective versus subjective. I have never uh, thought that we as journalists, we have to be uh, very objective. We are not objective. At least I am not objective. I am very subjective. And I suppose, and I suppose that honesty uh, will make us say that we are subjective. Why? Because uh, we come from somewhere. Because we had, we have a mindset. A mindset we have developed in our childhood. We have developed from our parents. We have developed uh, from school. Uh, mindset that we have developed uh, where we have lived in the conditions in which we have uh, grown up. So all this do influence our way of thinking. And when we and when we are looking at a story, we are looking at an idea. This the mindset I'm talking about. It has a lot of influence. You cannot just write a story. You can write a story that it is raining, and that. Uh, this uh, spring is very wet and it is very uh, rotten and it's raining all the time. You can call uh, somebody specializes in climate change. And yeah, that is very objective. But we're not talking about that kind of journalism now here. Uh, at least I am not talking about this kind. Uh, and in journalism, I like about, I, I, what I like very much is it is about actual real life. And... Uh, when I go to the shop to, to buy sugar, salt, vegetables, whatever, so I go there not as a reporter, I go as a consumer who has a limited uh, amount of purchasing power. So I go as a, as a consumer, I go as a buyer. At the same time, I don't forget that I'm a journalist. So if I find the prices very high, it is because my purchasing power is limited, maybe, that's why I'm finding it high. But that gives rise, my, my, my mindset, my own conditions of living, my purchasing power makes me think whether the price is high or low. So everything, we are being influenced. We are being influenced by what we are, by what we have been and what we want to, where we want to go. To give you another example, as you know, now there is a huge debate about vaccines and intellectual property rights. And uh, there are two schools. One is saying that uh, intellectual property rights should be preserved because it gives way, it opens up, uh, it, it drives to innovation. Some people think that we have to produce heavily a lot of vaccines to inoculate everyone. I am of the second school. I think because of my own uh, life, because of my own, uh, the, way, the, way, the, the way I have grown up in solidarity, in thinking about others and thinking not only about myself, that we need vaccines for everyone and quickly. So as much as I am in favor of the protection of patents of intellectual property rights, I can say today that we can think about a temporary waiver of intellectual property rights. And this one comes not from objectivity, but from subjectivity. Thank you. What is a lesson you have learned that others can benefit from? 
Uh, many, many, many lessons. But I think the most important would be we have to be creative. As I said earlier, uh, we have to go for knowledge because this is the thing that counts, in fact, uh, a lot. And knowledge is not just about writing. It's not just about uh, uh, watching uh, the weather and writing a story about it when it is raining or when it is not raining. It is about the capacity of, uh, of, of intertwining history, geography, uh, human behavior, and human aspirations. So I, for me, journalism is a, is, a, is a combination of all these things that can help you produce a nice story or a meaningful story. Is there anything that you can suggest to someone who would like to take the career of journalist and is at the very beginning? Again, I'll come to curiosity and uh, knowledge. Uh, at the same time, uh, I would say that we know that journalism is very has become a very challenging career now, a, a job now. Uh, because of uh, of the internet, because of uh, uh, social networks, uh, because everybody can pretend to be a journalist. Uh, so you have to be above that. If you want to be a journalist, you have to be above that. Uh, and that comes from knowledge and that comes from experience also. But experience, we can, we gather experience, we grow experience. But in the beginning, you have you got to have facts on your side. You have to be curious and you have to know things. To be more precise, I can think of uh, ways to enter this industry and to become a journalist. Is there, like, for instance, do internships work nowadays? I mean, knowing what you know today after a few decades of working in the industry, how would you tackle now if you were to start all over? Uh, on-the-job training is the best. A lot of people I know who have been journalists, they haven't even been to universities. So if you have been to, a, if, if you are, you have, you have been to a university, that's good, that's good for the knowledge part, uh, because this is where you gather knowledge about, about history, geography, and other things. Uh, but for me, the best part of, the best way of learning journalism is uh, once you are armed with knowledge, curiosity, and uh, uh, and, and the other things I mentioned earlier, then the on-the-job training is the is the best thing. Uh, baking up ideas in the morning, as I said, it doesn't come out of in school. You don't learn that in school. You have to have that inside you, and you have to observe that outside you. You know, uh, somebody can somebody. Can be somebody is not a journalist, but maybe he has such a good observation skill that he can say that uh, society is going this way, and maybe it will be interesting to dig in. So, uh, on-the-job training gives you the opportunity to follow maybe a senior person, because we talk a lot when we are journalists. We discuss a lot, and it is out of these discussions also because you are facing. First of all, you're editor-in-chief in the morning when you have to convince him. And the editor-in-chief, your boss, which will challenge you with the ideas with which you are coming, you have to convince your boss why this story would be good for the newspaper tomorrow 
or on the web during the day. Uh, so when you're on the job, at least this is the way I have learned journalism. I have not learned journalism in a school. Uh, talking, discussing issues with your colleagues, and then uh, the, the same way you can challenge your colleagues, you are, when you are being challenged by your colleagues, by your boss, I think there, this is where you develop the best ideas. There are inborn skills that help you become a journalist, and there are skills you learn on through experience on the job. Like in any job, both are crucial. Listen to my job tales to see what kind of job your natural skills point you towards. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, jobtales.laura. Bye-bye.